It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. I'm Charles Payne. I'm Kat Timp. I'm Stuart Varney. And this is the Fox News Rundown. Tuesday, October 4th, 2022. I'm John Saucier. For as bad as Hurricane Ian was for people hard hit in Florida, the recovery may be even worse. Parts of southwestern Florida have been turned upside down as people try to figure out what their next move is. People, though, are saying that they're frustrated that help hasn't come directly to their home yet. And, and part of that is because of how many homes were damaged and how bad the streets and electric are following this storm. This is the Fox News Rundown, Evening Edition. Precise, personal, powerful. Is America's weather team in the palm of your hands? Get Fox weather updates throughout your busy day, every day. Subscribe and listen now at foxnewspodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. It's a major disaster in Florida where some people are dealing with floodwaters, others with no water, many still without power, and plenty with questions over how they ever are going to recover. All this is President Biden is set to make a visit on Wednesday. You're seeing a lot of damage and a lot of power still out. That is the one thing I consistently hear from residents here. We're speaking today with Fox Business correspondent Madison Allworth, who's in hard-hit Charlotte County, Florida. Tracking power outages were about 57% of the county still does not have power. Putting that in perspective, Florida as a whole, only 4% of the residents are without power. So you can see how big of a concentration that is here in Charlotte County. I mean, on top of that, you also have a ton of storm damage, debris everywhere. People have been able to compile it in most places, kind of bring everything together into a large garbage pile. Um, but that's still sitting out on roads. Roofs are still having a ton of damage. And I'm currently sitting at a distribution center run by FEMA and by National Guard. And cars are lined up waiting to get ice. They're waiting to get water and food and, in some cases, tarps as well for their roofs. Yeah, because a lot of those roofs are blown right off. What kind of damage are you seeing to homes and businesses specifically? A ton of roof damage. That is probably the primary thing. And then you see a lot of signs. Like, you know, for businesses, if it has a sign out front to advertise what they are, a lot of those signs tipped over, destroyed. You see a lot of damage around in Florida. They have people have pools and they have kind of pool cover areas are missing from many homes. And then windows blown out. We've seen, um, I've been here a couple of days now, a lot of cars that were caught in flood water kind of strewn about on the street. I will say those have mostly been taken care of. So a lot of towing, I have to imagine. Um, but a ton of cars were caught in rising waters. And once that happens, um, you hope the person gets out, but the car remains until someone tows it away. A unique situation in Florida right now. You're in Charlotte County, more coastal, where the storm actually came on is seen as, again, a Category 4 storm, making the landfall there. But what's happened is some of the storm surge has receded is that more inland areas of central Florida are become flooding. Do you still see flood water there in, say, parking lots or lower-lying areas? So. In this area, you're not seeing as much flooding, but you are absolutely right that in, in other parts of southwest Florida, there is still a ton of flooding. So I was a little further north yesterday in Northport, uh, multiple streets still completely flooded, people unable to get to their homes. 
And that makes it harder to restore energy in those parts of Florida because the power crews just can't get in if the road is inaccessible. And that was partially because of the stormwater returning, coming in. You saw rivers flooding. The Mayaka River is up there. And the ground is already saturated, so the water has nowhere to go. It's an incredibly flat state, so you don't have that natural runoff back into, say, the bay or into the ocean because it's flat. So it just kind of sits there until it evaporates or eventually kind of runs off into sewage systems. But it takes a while, especially um, in places where you're seeing rivers overflowing, and it creates that problem. We're speaking with Fox Business Network's Madison Allworth. She's reporting from Charlotte County, Florida, and she's at a FEMA distribution site. How does the organization look there? President Biden was promising plenty of aid for Florida. Much of that comes from the federal government in the form of FEMA aid. How do you think they're doing so far? Well, what I can tell you is we're at the front of the line, which is always the most exciting part for the residents who've been waiting here, because that means they've now brought their car, they're driving up, and they've gotten to the point where they have the ice, the water, food, and tarp put into their vehicle. So they're always happy when I see them at this point, which is wonderful. Um, But they've been telling me the long waits are hard, especially when gas is just burning off and gas is harder to come by because of the shortages in this area after the storm. Um, so it's long wait to get to the supplies. But once they get them, they're grateful. They're happy to have them. People, though, are saying that they're frustrated that help hasn't come directly to their home yet. And, and part of that is because of how many homes were damaged and how bad the streets and electric are following this storm. It's not easy to get in. So that's why you see these distribution sites as a central point where they want people to come to. But people telling me, um, you know, I spoke to one woman who says she has her her mother who's 95, two kids under 10, and was actually in tears telling me that she doesn't know what they're going to do because their home is just not in a state that they're used to. And that's probably not operable. But she was, again, she kind of then still finished up saying, I'm grateful that I now have this tarp, that I have this food, and we're going to get through. There's highs and lows is what I would say. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely paints the picture of not only the scene around the area, but the toll on human emotion that it's taking right now. Well, we've heard that President Biden is set to, at least on his schedule, visit Florida tomorrow. Anyone even talking about that uh, in in that scene right now? And um, what do you think he'll bring to the area? So no one is talking about it right now because you have to imagine these are people who, uh, you know, I always feel very fortunate in this job that people welcome me into their home or take time out of their day to talk to me. But they are dealing with probably some of the toughest obstacles in their life, um, trying to rebuild homes, get water. There are 22 counties in Florida that have uh, uh, boil water notices within the counties. So people are not thinking outside of just how do I survive? How do I have my family survive? And, and how do I keep my home secure and livable? So no one that I've spoken to has, has brought it up. I'm sure some are aware, but that's another part of this. I'm in a county where power is not back. So getting access to social media, to the Internet, and to um, even to the radio. Um, I spoke to one woman who says we're having trouble getting any information. It's really word of mouth. She learned about the distribution center because her neighbor told her about it. So people are not – I'm not surprised people here are not talking about it because they're dealing with the nitty-gritty and just getting through I think when you travel outside of the areas, you know, we're a little north of where I was, but very much where the storm. I'm staying in Sarasota. That was the closest I could get to the storm area. When you're further up there, people are more aware of what's going on and there's more talk there. There's been a lot of focus on how non-political it has been up to this point between the president and Governor Ron DeSantis. But I have to imagine that might shift. 
Uh, we're over a week away from the storm. The crisis is still here, but this is two huge political figures, and they've been playing good ball so far. We'll see what happens tomorrow. Um, I think a lot of eyes will be on them outside of um, the immediate uh, storm hit area. Yeah, absolutely, because many view Governor DeSantis as a possible challenger for the White House a couple of years from now, and they also want to see how President Biden performs during this storm cleanup, what the White House reaction is to it. There's already been a little controversy, though, regarding the vice president, Kamala Harris, who made a comment about hurricane distribution and the relief there, how it should be distributed equitably. A lot of people turn that into, well, are you going to give more relief to a certain group of people before you do with others when obviously a storm knows no race, knows no financial situation. Anyone talking about that? You know, people who are here are just grateful to be getting the help. I think that if there were questions, there's no questions asked when you pull up to the FEMA distribution site. They don't ask. um, The only thing they ask is how many people are in your family. And then they give you as much water and food as you need so that every person in your family is able to get that supply when you leave the distribution site. I think there would be a real problem if people were asked, well, you know, how bad was the flooding? Do you really need the tarp? Or, you know, how many square feet are your is your house? Okay, you know, you're not going to get a tarp because you're able to afford a house that big. None of those questions are asked. You have to imagine if, if there was some sort of division of help after a horrific storm like this, there would be a problem. But There are no questions asked here. Anyone who drives up, you don't even need to prove that anything has happened to you. They just assume if you're in this line waiting this long for supplies, you need it. And if you need help, they're going to give it to you. We've sent Fox Business correspondent Madison Allworth to Charlotte County, Florida, for a firsthand look at the devastation left behind by Hurricane Ian and the cleanup and rescue effort being made to try and help people who are in a desperate situation right now. We'll have much more for you coming up right after this. Now, the Fox Corporation is offering help as well, Madison. Uh, we got word uh, yesterday that Fox Corporation has donated a million dollars to the American Red Cross. That is a big, big number. But what I think sticks with me even more is that viewers and listeners are getting together to donate as well. As our Fox News employees, another million has come from them so far. How desperate are the people who need this money and who need this relief right now? I mean, every single person that I've spoken to has thanked um, the National Guard who's on the ground here, has thanked the volunteers. I was at a South by distribution site yesterday. The help is so desperately needed um, when you talk to people about just how much of their property has been destroyed. If you don't have power, you don't have access to food. You can't keep food cold. Like, again, the water boil notice, 22 counties in Florida, that's thousands of people that don't have clean drinking water and desperately need water bottles and water supply. So the fact that America has stepped up in that way is incredible. It's not lost on the people who are here. It's amazing to know that when your neighbor is in a time of need, you step up and it's really heartwarming to hear that that's happening and you see the effects on the ground. Um, There's those big monetary um, donations, which are huge, but I've also seen a ton of neighbors donating their time and efforts. Um, So, you know, those that are here in Florida that were able to make it out okay are doing what they can. And to know that neighbors in other states are doing what they can, it's really amazing because this is um, a truly, truly terrible storm driving through here. 
um, if you imagine this happening to your community, you would be devastated. And I think that's why people are donating. And it's it's really heartwarming. Yeah, absolutely. And I remember you telling me at one point in your career, you were a reporter in Tampa, Florida. So this story is a l- even closer for you. What's it like for you going back down there and covering uh, this? What's going on? Um, you know, it's it's been surreal to be down here. I'm so grateful to have to be a part of the Fox family and to um, have a good team by my side so that we're safe through this coverage. Um, but Tampa got lucky when we were watching the storm last week, it was supposed to hit Tampa and St. Pete. Um, that's all part of Tampa Bay. And I lived in St. Pete when I reported down here and it was, could have been making a direct hit there. And I think you would have seen what happened in Fort Myers and St. Pete. So um, you can't help but think of, of just how terrible this would be to happen anywhere. And, and I think when I talked to my former coworkers, they're down here covering the story as well. And, and they say, um, you know, they feel lucky, but they also feel so guilty because no one would ever want this to happen. It's unimaginable. Um, I'm grateful that my family and friends that are still in Tampa are safe. But you think of those in Fort Myers and you see what they're going through and, and uh, here in Charlotte County, and it's unimaginable. I hope I've been able to explain a little bit of what the scene looks like because it, it really is quite a storm that rolled through here, even almost a week out. It looks like it happened just days ago. One of the most powerful storms ever to make landfall on the United States in recorded weather history. Fox's Madison Allworth reporting from Charlotte County, Florida, where they're in cleanup mode right now. Thanks for joining us here on the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition podcast. Thank you so much, Sean. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. Rundown. Stay up to date by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com. And for up-to-the-minute news, go to foxnews.com. Put the power of over 100 meteorologists and the worldwide resources of Fox in your hands with the Fox Weather Podcast. Precise, personal, powerful. Subscribe and listen now at foxnewspodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.